0: This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it.
1: Here's your host, Greg Cody. Okay, let's get going here. I want to get started by picking up where we left off last week, because we left off last week in a chaotic situation, a controversy. Uh, and it was that uh, there was gross malfeasance on the podcast episode.
2: Yeah, you were inappropriate with an employee and you asked them inappropriate questions when they had to miss work.
1: Like what? What was the inappropriate
2: question? Jeremy, <laughs> help us out here. At a place, at a respectable place of business, Uh huh. If, ha- if you happen to have a sick day and you're like, I can't make it today, I'm using one of my whatever. Right. Like, are, are they ever going to be like... What's going on?
3: Why are you? What's what's? Why can't you do it? Why
1: can't okay. you be here? Big
3: difference. I, it's something I would uh I, that I would hope is not asked of me.
2: Zagaki, right?
1: Big difference, Christopher.
2: And guess what, Jeremy? And guess what? Last week it was asked of me, Dad. I'm kidding. I'm not going to attack yeah. you here. Okay, because it was not a sick day, kid. <laughs> Look, okay, I'm sorry, Dad. I apologize for not being here last week. I went to the Dolphins game. I texted you at some point late in the afternoon. Can't make it, and you know. That's it. I'm, I apologize. Okay. Like we Why all... couldn't you though? See, look at that, Jeremy. Look how
0: inappropriate he is. <laughs> no, it isn't. Feeling a little sick. It isn't inappropriate. Greg, <laughs> right, right, Greg. Right. Let, let me seen... jump in. When last week, when I said most of the time I don't ask because really, like you're not going to be here either way. Right. Most of the time, the people will just tell you. And I mean, sometimes they're lying. Sometimes they're not. My, my folks that I have on my current team, they don't lie there. I've got a really, really solid team, but yeah, I mean like <laughs> most of them, they'll just volunteer. So you don't I'm even have I'm not lying to right now because but, I haven't said it. Right. But, but I've also like just gotten to the point, like, I won't ask unless I hear like, it sounds like there's like trouble, like, Hey, are you okay? You know, I might, yeah. you know, not just emotion and rage. And uh, now, but I do wonder. About the father, the, the, the dynamic between father and employer in
2: this oh, scenario. Oh, I abused the shit out of that last week, for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Thank you.
2: Like, that's what okay. I know. It's not confusing. It's like, hey, cover for me instead of going on air and b- blasting me. <laughs> like, okay. Like, at, like, to Yeti's point in last week's episode, it, dev- it never happens. It ha- and I'm not saying I've never missed before, but like where mm-hmm. I just like don't give a reason or like have no. So it's like get, cut me some slack, dude. Like don't, you yeah. don't have to go on air and bash me as a person.
1: Yeah. I'm, uh, first of all, I didn't bash you as a person. Uh, I bashed you as an executive producer who had shirked his duty, um, right. which is the difference. I mean, you know, but here's the thing. Uh, first of all, I'm not a big uh, slack cutter. When somebody does wrong, I will call them out on it as I expect to be called out when i do wrong oh, and do in this case that? you expect that okay do you?
0: Listen, i would
3: okay.
2: Uh, yeah get in here Jeremy. please i
3: would potentially beg to differ on that point slightly
1: i yes. I, I appreciate the rest of where you're going greg i, I do i want to hear it well truly transparent here it was levitar himself who brokered this peace between christopher and i right and, and he gets us out I, dad, like, I didn't care. I, I, you were the one, like, all upset. I
2: cared a lot. And by the way, and way to be able to turn it on for the Levitard show and not, like, let everything going on, like, just seep into your work and everyone be this like, why? This is used
0: to me. This is, Jer- I, this is the first time hearing this, Jeremy. I had no idea. I had no idea. No, because throughout the
2: show, Dan was just like, Greg, like, are you okay? I wasn't okay. You carried this into Tuesday, Greg? Oh, he carried it in and he, like, was just mopey the entire show.
0: Oh, okay. that's a Greg thing, though. I get that way.
1: Okay, first of all, <laughs> I, I am one of the most stubborn people you will ever want to meet. I love that we've turned this on my dad. I am a grudge carrier. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have a separate trunk in my attic that holds grudges. There's nothing in the trunk.
2: And
1: I'm stubborn,
2: just like you. And I was feeling just as frustrated with you as you were with me. But guess what? That was Batman Day. I'd still turn it the bleep on because I'm professional and you don't get no one on the show had any clue that I was having an issue or a little argument with my dad wow. because I don't bring that stuff into the show. Because you didn't give a shit. It right. didn't matter to you. That's why that's why
1: you didn't show yeah, it.
2: I'm just saying you could have faked it a little better that day.
1: Okay. Greg's don't all fake right.
0: things very well either. Yeah, hey, Thank hey now. You.
1: Okay. I wanna have a quick <laughs> I wanna have a quick reset here because first of all Jeremy Tache is with us today, and yes. thank you, Jeremy, for being here. I know we're uh, talking about crazy stuff that ended the last episode. And in case people weren't listening to the last episode, uh, I got on Christopher because he went awol and did not appear. Got yeah, I think they got it. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. they got that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, I just want to pick up pick up on that a little bit by saying that Levitard brokered the peace between you and I, and uh, by getting us out and and having us talk about it in his presence, and and you pressured did apologize to me so i, that, I that. That. Do you <laughs> want oh me to read my
2: god Do you want me to read the text that i sent you sunday night the last thing we spoke can i read i read it to you the other day it, it said i'm sorry i don't like to record after dolphins games i will communicate that better last time that is verbatim my t- yeah. is that not an apology no no it really isn't I said i'm sorry that was like okay. the first two words in the entire
0: greg greg there is apology and ownership in that i will say like yeah. like I, i i I don't like recording after i go to dolphins games and i need to do better with that next time that shows the opportunity for him to do better next time that's that's okay. that's all i would ask for any of my folks
2: granted was that after my mom texted me privately bombarded me to apologize to him yes but i did send that text <laughs> okay that's because she realizes how depressed i was right because she behavior. babies you when you're sulking around the house just like christopher baby
1: <laughs> okay listen uh I want to, we're, we're going to get off this tangent in a second, but I oh, want to say one last thing. Jeremy's here to sing show this tunes is for, amazing. Some, for some godforsaken
0: reason. Yeah, let's hear let's go to I, that right
1: now. Greg, no, for I, weeks. I have to say one more thing. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. I, I know it's my podcast. I have to say one more thing. Hopefully you say a couple more things. We still have like 40 minutes. All right, Christopher, <laughs> the, the thing you don't realize about what happened last week is that we miss out on so much. Like, in the context of this show. You said Monday we're having our best downloads in, like, a, a month. In the, in the context of this show, a show that likes to have fun, how great would it have been if we got a totally drunk Chris Cody yeah. who had just witnessed a 70-point game? Maybe he's doing something live from a from a raucous bar afterward. You could not have given anything that would not have been great except what you gave us, which was nothing. Right. That's they fair. Like that. that employee
3: took a sick day. Sounds like a HIPAA violation. There's, <laughs> there's no doubt
2: that I had a great time and would have been fantastic if I called in. Like we can all. Thank
0: you. Can you imagine getting an entire bar screaming dadder day? That's oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Dadder day.
1: Dadder <laughs> day. Oh, God, that'd be great. Okay. This guy, Jeremy, is multi-talented. Thanks. I mean, one of the reasons we have him on, it's not just because he's on the Levitard show, believe me. I learned things about Jeremy that I didn't know uh, within one city block walking from the studio to Brightline uh, it's a few, a, blocks, few weeks but ago. I liked it. Nice. Okay. No. But you know, I, 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 like, I like one city block. Unnecessary. Exactly. One city me. block. It, it evokes, you know, sort of a cinematic. <laughs> he was uh, telling a good story visual. until you interrupted. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. That, that's what Christopher does on the podcast. <laughs> I learned two things about Jeremy that I didn't know. Number one was that he was not only a base a high school baseball player but he was a star pitcher for his team. Now, I'm going to say something Jeremy that I honestly don't mean uh it, facetiously. I mean it uh, as a neutral comment, not a criticism. Oh boy. I would have pegged you for the the head of the science class or oh, something wow. more cerebral. <laughs> more say. than athletic. I was No, up- I get it. I yeah. don't get it. I, would, Greg, he
2: did a, go to a, journalism. He Jerry, was a normal, athletic-looking guy. No, maybe but I get I've it. Seen
3: him, maybe I just I knew you're a baseball player. That's why. Right. We've talked about baseball enough, and you knew that I played literally for your same high school yeah. baseball coach. Right. But so I didn't until that day. Exactly. And so, like, I can understand that. Especially, I um, <laughs> I try my best to be as articulate. As I can at all times, <laughs> and I focus on the words that I say, and I choose them carefully, and as a result, uh I have some Chris Whittingham qualities to me. Yeah,
1: and I do that I, good
3: too. I do that good too.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and,
0: and so Superman and, does good. Uh, you do it well. Yeah.
3: And so, we, and so we. Um, I think because I also have sort of filled a little bit of that void in uh that levitard show universe ever so slightly it's an impossible <laughs> void to fill i mean who who is chris whittingham you started saying chaps a lot it's I, weird <laughs> yeah right it's weird just around the
1: office um he's looking but, for his chaps so that's all it is chaps yeah, right. where are my chaps yeah. well jeremy jeremy you do have um less than whittingham obviously but you do have a nerd quality in you which again <laughs> i mean is a a neutral comment thank even you a, thank then, you
2: and then yeah. Witty catches, catches a stray, the a stray <laughs> of
1: just like obviously less so way less than Whittingham. Well, come on, <laughs> it's Whittingham. Come on, you know the guy God. speaks wearing
2: a
3: bow tie, even if he
2: doesn't. Cut <laughs> your mouth and don't talk about my friend Chris Whittingham like that.
3: Can I also say? Can I also say? Even with that said, that I was someone for what it's worth, who in. Uh, college constantly. If given the opportunity to wear a tie, it was
1: indeed a bow tie. So <laughs> excellent, I, yeah. perfect. Uh, okay, my it, it, like it, it, to what you're saying. Yeah, maybe you were right, Dad. Maybe you were right. Okay, now uh, spend yeah. spend thirty seconds telling people how great a high school baseball player you were, and then I want to talk to you about what I really want to talk to you about. Jesus, Christ. sure. I l- I love that. So relive the glory days. Uh, I was
3: <laughs> I was pretty good. Um, I was a first team all county pitcher in Broward <laughs> County. Uh, which in south florida uh is a pretty good county for baseball um alongside the likes of tukey and sean anderson who both ended up in the major leagues they were both six foot three six foot four monsters who threw 90 something miles an hour i was me a five foot nine a hundred and at the time 140 pound soaking wet jewish kid throwing about 80 miles an hour uh but I went 9-0 with a 1.15 VRA that season. Hey, and wow. it was super fun and we were great. And then Jesus Lazardo ended my high school career. <laughs> uh, he was on the mound as a true freshman uh, in high school. He was and you were like, I'm going to shut old. out this punk. This punk and I thought we were going to dominate. And then I gave up. Two, I gave
0: up two home runs. And he, wait, you just said <laughs> you just referred to him as a high school true freshman. I love the idea of red shirting. I did, I said true freshman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I mean, there are kids that do that. They'll hold the whole back year. That is true.
3: Yeah. But he, so he was 14 years old, and I thought we were going to win. I was hurt going to the game. It's the whole thing, it's a whole long drawn out story it doesn't matter he won i lost that was the end of my high school career but i loved playing and then i played club baseball in college because i wasn't good enough to play division one baseball so, i
2: want to know yeah. the game that brought the biggest like post inning strikeout off the mound
3: ah! <laughs> oh i can i <laughs> can <like laughs> a tell district,
2: you like a district strikeout game or something yeah yeah
3: so we um
2: Was there beef here? Was there almost a brawl here? Was there almost a brawl in this? Yeah, so
3: there's like a season long arc if you want it. So uh West Broward was one of our our bigger rivals. Um they were a brand new school when I was in high school. And so it was like kids that should have gone to Cyprus were now going to West Broward. Uh, Um and so kids. Yeah, it was like and it wasn't, you know, it was it was a weird dynamic where a lot of kids who had played travel ball against each other for years and years and years. And so going into the season, Flanagan High School is the obvious best program, but West Broward considered themselves the obvious number two. And we were considered, you know, maybe going to make the playoffs surrounded by Everglades, uh, who were coached by Oda B. McDowell at the time and Western High
1: School. Wow, I like it. Former MacArthur High School uh, star. We don't need every mm-hmm. team in the district, Jeremy. You can- no, 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 no. It matters. Okay. It matters. He's got his Yeti head on.
3: <laughs> it matters. I'm telling the story. So, <laughs> so, nonetheless, we were surrounded by these other teams at the bottom of the district. And we, right at the beginning of the year, upset West Broward. Big win at home. All right. And they're furious at the end of the game. And there was, yes. there was a hit by pitch at the end of the game. And it was, it was a whole thing. No brawl, but animosity going into game two. Game two. I and this ties into what I know Greg wants to go to next, was at a musical theater competition, a state <laughs> musical theater competition in Tampa. And I competed in the morning at 10.45 a.m. Wow. And then my dad drove me from Tampa down to South Florida where I started a game on their field at 3.30 p.m. When wow. I was warming up in the bullpen, their coach turned on the sprinklers to f- with me.
1: Oh wow! And
3: I was pissed. And then I threw a shutout on their field. Ugh. And then drove back up to the musical theater competition. Wow. And so then in the playoffs, we were the two seed. They were the three seed. And I threw a complete game shutout against them in the playoffs as well to advance uh, to, the, to the next round. And that was like the greatest feeling of my high school life. Like so we you... all celebrated in a way that was like so, so special.
2: I want to know that I like, paint this picture a little more clear for me the The timeline. When are you performing in the morning in Orlando? Ten. So or I'm or in Tampa, yeah, Tampa. I'm in Tampa, and we performed at ten forty five a.m. a.m. So in the car by eleven fifteen, eleven thirty by eleven. Okay, and we're speeding. Th- I mean, flying through the, the highway. Game's at three o'clock. Games at three thirty. Three thirty, and you're just showing up like you're. What a historic
3: two, what, what, a, what a historic day by Jeremy. I mean, legit showed up in my uniform already, went and threw a bullpen 15 minutes before the game started, and then threw a shot out. So. Did you win the singing competitions? Yeah, I did.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, of course you did. <clears throat> I did. Of course you did. I mean,
3: I'm not saying I could do it now. I'm now 28. It's a lot of wear and tear on these vocals by talking too much all the time and not Oysting taking care of my voice. Babies! Yelling.
1: You can see that this crowd here is hoisting babies into the air. Okay, so uh, when I referred to you as multi-talented, I was referring to exactly that, the the idea of baseball and music. And I wonder if the worlds ever collided, ever mixed up. Was there ever a situation where after a big win in baseball in the post-game shower, you find yourself rehearsing a show tune? or something like shower. that
3: no yeah. i like that i painting the the picture of like a 1980s football movie where sure. everybody what? still takes like a post-game shower like yeah, that they don't do school. that anymore
1: what yeah, do i know I've never so, showered you thought so i showered we, dad with other high school guys i don't i'm on a bowling team i don't shower with my bowling teammates but on um, that you know in baseball don't, <laughs> don't baseball players still shower together i don't even know
2: i mean probably no. maybe pro ones but not even. Yeah, I don't think so.
3: Well, either way, uh okay. not necessarily <laughs> How did we get in here? <laughs> in the post-game shower, greg's
2: just
0: trying to think of Jeremy naked. <laughs> and yeah, I
3: get it. Look, it's it's, it's, it's like it's like Stu with 10-day Tony. I, I understand, Greg. I get it. Uh but when when we're when we're talking about any sort of link between the two, oh, hell yes. I did. I mean, other than that one day where both happened at the same time, um I did have a funny scenario of I I did not tell um my team that i was doing theater as a senior um and so they didn't know i was in the class or going to be in like the musical uh that year and it was legally blonde the musical oh great um and so uh we were doing previews of the musical like the week before and they invited classes to like come see the show during the day when we were uh When we were rehearsing it, so we could just do specific numbers to perform in front of people before we actually performed the show. And uh, there was a PE class that Coach White was the PE class teacher for. And so it was all baseball kids, and they went to go see the preview of the show. And so the first time that the majority of them found out that I was doing any sort of musical theater was me coming out onto a stage and singing a song. What were you singing? It was, I was singing uh, Sirius from Legally Blonde the Musical. Do it now. <laughs> if you give me one second to pull up the like lyrics or something okay, to ring please. the bell. I thought
2: that was it. We were cooking. If you give me one I'll second. I'll do it. I was like, <laughs> no. this, this is the only no. way I
0: can segue into this idea Serious. that Greg has had for weeks and been pestering us for for weeks. This is my
1: dream come true.
3: We both know why we're here. I see it in your eyes. I guess it calms my fear. So, no, it's not a surprise. I thought one look at you looking like a dream come true would leave me speechless like you always do.
2: And that that would be. And did you get a standing ovation
3: from the team? It was fun, man. It was was weird. It was not a standing ovation from the team, it was a conversation (laughs) that had to happen in practice. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Because everybody, it was really. Choir boy over here it really i i cannot believe that the, the reality of that was like i actually kind of had to confront some teammates over them like just straight up being kind of homophobic like yeah. it was really wild um and it was actually a kind of like really cool learning experience for a lot yeah. of those guys because i was the captain of our team and all of a yeah. sudden they were being kind of weird with me and i had to be like you know i had to have a conversation with them it was yeah. like hey regardless of what my sexual orientation is like, that should not matter. Right. Right. To anything that's happening on this field. So like, yeah, I am straight, but that is irrelevant. Like I'm your, best, I'm your best player, whether I was straight right. or gay, you couldn't win these games without me on the mound and being your captain. So like, let's have a real conversation here. And it was really, it was kind of crazy. Can that's a great for, life for, experience. For Jeremy's parents. Yeah. Oh,
2: Jesus Christ. What a nice, oh, like yeah. this kid is like, like, I'm serious. Like I'm, I'm Thanks, being man. funny, but like legitimately, like that is really cool maturity for you at that age to like, Thanks, you man. know, because that's what yeah, like, it... kids are. You, you could have like just been like, well, bleep, you got, you know, and gotten all like, yeah, just like immature with them. But you like really slapped them down and you were like, yo, like, let's think about yeah. this for a second. I, I mean,
3: look, I. It... It sounds like way more, as I tell the story now, it sounds super like a movie. Like, it sounds silly. You were just like, hey, cut that shit out. It was just, yeah, (laughs) it was not these like big, deep conversations on such a level with most of those guys. Yeah. But it was more like. That's not cool. That's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. I just wasn't going to let that fly. Like, I had too many friends (laughs) who are gay. Yeah. Where I was like, I I just like, I'm not going to let you guys make that a negative thing. And I'm not going to let it be something that now just because I'm a musical theater kid, all of a sudden there are assumptions made like it was just all the typical, you know, high school shit. Yeah. But that, you know, that's how that's that's how life works. But it was great. I mean, we God, that team was so special. Like, I, there's a million stories there that I've really it sounds very silly, but I've actually legitimately thought about just like writing a short story or a book or something about all of the stories that exist within that year. Yeah. Or a musical. That would or be a musical. musical.
1: Yeah. Wow. All right. There we go. How about that. <laughs> um, I don't want to belabor the singing thing, but I want to do two things. Number one, uh you have actually put out Yeti was kind enough to send them to me. You have four or five songs that you've actually done and produced and they're like legit songs. Do you mm-hmm. want to talk about that or is that like a big secret yeah. or what? No, it's not a big secret. Uh,
0: Jeremy Tache is a SoundCloud rapper.
3: Yeah, I recently took some of those down off Spotify and Apple Music specifically because I was like, man, I forgot how personal some of this stuff was. (laughs) And so I was like, oh, yeah, people now that don't know me are going to hear this. You know, like I never (laughs) thought about the repercussions of putting stuff on the Internet as an early 20 something Uh, on the on the flip side. I am very actually proud of of that stuff. Um, I really loved, love making music. It's been a really long time since I've done anything. Like the most recent stuff I've done has just been like parodies on the Levitard show. Sad Peppas, um, Yeah, <laughs> Sad Peppers. Um, <laughs> <Seppos. laughs> <me> Sepas. <laughs> uh, but that was like a really, really fun experience for me because um, I recorded those songs right after I graduated from college before I had a job. And so I was just in this like, space of I would spend a couple hours every day looking at job applications, but there's like only so much of that you can really do. I had graduated. I didn't know what I was going to do. And so I was just trying to kind of stay creative and write music because I had done that throughout college. And the there was a friend of a friend who owned a recording studio. And I went into the studio with him for a couple of days and just like played around with sounds and tried to make four
0: songs that sounded completely different from each other um you also made a music video jeremy for that kind of love oh i did there's a legitimate yeah. music video out there greg i don't think you've seen that i haven't sent you that one i haven't but yeah describe it it's a music video there there are people frolicking and there's music <laughs> is this like a yeah. like a love song no or it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah that yeah, kind of love. It's a love song
3: yeah. yeah so it's uh okay so uh wow man we're here uh <laughs> i didn't expect to be you don't have to not expect to be no it's cool okay it's fine eventually it was it was going to talk about all this i feel like somewhere so i why (laughs) why not in the safety of the greg cody show yeah there you go Uh, thank you safe haven jeremy yeah it's perfect uh yeah so there's a song it was called yeah that kind of love and um, that kind of thing is more like (laughs) yeah oh my god who would have thought i didn't (laughs) wow you put two and two together uh i I should i should change it oh my gosh i (laughs) should should. write a parody i should write a parody of my own song
1: all right maybe (laughs) i can sing backup for yeah all right
3: we'll kind of yeah we're gonna we're gonna work this out but nonetheless with himself so um (laughs) the 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 song um was just a fun little like i just wanted to write a love song and i think sometimes you can just kind of channel like try to channel just like other people's stories and write stories and um there's it's like you take from some of your stuff you take from some other other people's stuff and you just kind of write um and so uh i really liked the song that i had written i went into the studio and really liked the way that it turned out and one of my very best friends in the whole world is a super talented photographer and videographer um and he was just doing that as uh, like weddings and stuff at the time yeah. um and so he was like what if we came up with an idea for a video? And That's then cool. I, rec- I recruited two of my friends for musical theater who I had known from high school, and was like, "Hey, would you guys want to like star in this video?" And so over the span of a, like a winter break, uh, when I was in college, we just like went out to different spots in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and shot a music video. And so That's there's cool. a music video for it. so. I like that. It was fun. Yeah, I, man, it was a really good time. I, I haven't thought about a lot of this stuff in a really long time. So I appreciate you guys bringing it up. It's it's fun. Like in
2: the so it's scene, called that are, kind of love. Are mm-hmm. you like are you like when they're engaging in the music video? Are you behind them singing or are they different shots like that? No, and then so the you? way
3: I, I like that. So the way that we did it was uh, the concept in the video is that I'm like at a coffee shop sitting down to write this song. Um, and so then when we, like, I, like, press the buttons to, like, make the drums come in, then it, like, flips to them, and, like, they're representing the characters in the song. Oh. Kind of. I just got goosebumps. Sorta. I'm they, I, I don't know. It, it was fun, man. I was, I wrote That's that. That's a cool concept.
2: I like that. I could, like, picture that. I, I'm visualizing that.
3: I wrote that song when I was, like, 22. Yeah, it was fun. It was... I'm
2: visualizing that start to a music video. Like, I can... I legitimately can see it where you're, like, in the shop and then you're writing and then it's, like... Yeah. It, like, goes into there and then, like, expands. Yeah,
3: I mean, we were... You know, we were fresh out of college. Like, this was me and my buddy, like... I mean, we both really didn't have that much to do. We came up with an idea. Literally, one... I think it was a a Friday night. I went over there and we were probably just, like, sitting and drinking cheap wine and playing Madden. And we're like, what do we... (laughs) Like what? What? What should we do? What should we do with with when everybody's home for winter break? Like what? should, we... and we were like, what if we took the song and did this? And it, 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 I, I'm sure I asked him, like, hey, would you come in on this? But it ended up being a super fun process, um, and it was cool because actually, this this picture that's right behind me, that's me and my wife, and this was like when we were dating. She came down here and like was with us for a couple of the days that we shot the video and so it was just like a really fun environment yeah it was a blast
0: we should go to break on that i think jeremy has to pee no yeah definitely he does (laughs) yeah jeremy has to pee
1: okay
2: and we're back dad you handle the sheets and giggles read
1: this week no, I, uh, my throat's feeling a little sore. I think I need you to handle it this week, so All right, thank you. Sheets
2: Giggles, guys. We're very excited. It's, we're celebrating six. You know why, Dad? I have no idea. Sheets and Giggles is six years old. How wow. about that? How, cra- how crazy is it that there's such a well-put-together together company and it's only been six years? Jeez, you'd think this company's been around for 100 years, the way it's run. Like a fine, a well-oiled machine. I almost said fine-oiled machine but it's a well-oiled machine. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. It's insane. For this six year's anniversary, they are giving you discounts all over the site. There are $6 specials. There are $60 specials. There are 60% off specials. Plus with the promo code SUI, you get an additional 20% off your entire order. So so, so the way I'm hearing this, Yeti, there are some items that could be 80% off on this site right now.
0: Yes, yeah. There some that essentially you could get 80% off is it's 20% off your entire order. So whatever that comes up to take an additional 20% off. If you use promo code, SUI. and to celebrate their sixth
2: anniversary, buy a gift for six friends, your six best friends. It's, yeah. a, it's like your MySpace top six. I know it's eight, <laughs> but this, it's top six. Think back to MySpace. Think back to your top six, send all of them, Sheets and Giggles stuff this week to celebrate six years. You can get 80% off some items. Get the flannel eucalyptus sheets that Yeti was talking about. Damn, those. I live in Florida and I'm going to get those. Okay. I probably don't need them because it's hot down here, but everywhere else that gets cold definitely needs those flannel eucalyptus sheets. But I want to try them anyways because every product that this company makes is perfect. I love Sheets and Giggles. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Promo code SUI. 20% off on top of all crazy sixth anniversary sales. Greg, back to you.
1: Okay. Um, I want to continue in the music realm for just a minute because we've been talking to Jeremy about his music and his love of music. And it reminded me of something that's been in the news, which is, um, Usher being named the Super Bowl halftime star. Now I want to ask you guys something seriously, because you three are more of the era of Usher than I am. The older I get, uh, the less likely I am to call anybody else a has-been, um, You know the the golden oldies have become my heroes. You know when I look at Tony Kornheiser still doing his thing well into his seventies, it inspires me. So when I think of Usher, my first instinct was, "Wow, isn't he like twenty years ago? Like, is he way past?" the kind of stature that you associate with a super bowl halftime show or what do you guys think because he's more of your generation I, I think it's a completely fair criticism to say that usher
2: hasn't had his best music in a long long time but i'm a big fan of usher he's like right in my wheelhouse when he was popular you know my way is is like i think one of the first albums i ever bought i just remember i can remember putting that thing in a freaking boombox and like you know like so so for me this hits home and i'm gonna enjoy it but it's a fair criticism that he's you know hasn't had his most popular music recently
3: yeah i mean i think the thing that i realized with this selection is that like in the same way that when i was a kid it was a lot of acts like springsteen or a lot of acts that were popular in, like, the 80s or Mm -hmm. early 90s. And it was catering to people who were in their late 30s, early 40s. The people who have the money to spend. Who have the money to spend. And so Usher, while people think because he's not the classic rock artist, Springsteen, whoever else in that realm that everyone associates with, like, oldies they think that usher is a play to young people but usher is not a play to young people usher right, is right. a
0: play to people in their late 30s early 40s i was a senior in high school when yeah. when, when he really hit the scene that was like 25 me, years
3: usher, ago usher is super 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 popular but when i was a kid like it i was like a i was probably in college the last time usher had a song that was like noteworthy. Yeah. I think that the only question is cuz like to Jeremy's point it's
2: it's very common like you know Beyonce there are some people that have done it in their peak but most people I would say I don't know maybe you'd have to do the, we'd have to look back at history but I feel like it's more common to have more of a nostalgic act so yeah. I, I think it's yeah. like that's totally normal the question is with these like like do you have the catalog mm-hmm. where every song is going to be oh yes oh yes oh yes whereas you know you look back at some of the ones that didn't go well you're like okay maybe that explains it like I think personally i think he's got the catalog to carry the show so we'll see yeah, and he's he a great dancer
1: so yeah well there's a, there, there's a phrase now legacy act which is the act that spans the generations and maybe used to be more popular back when but still is and i asked this question uh, totally out of ignorance if usher tours today is he still selling out yeah. 20,000 seat arenas probably yeah, I, I mean i don't know
2: I have no idea because yeah,
1: I do Yeti, you could probably go to
2: usher.com right now and see a tour schedule and see if there's... And like where he, what kind of venues he's playing these days because I think that's a fair question. Um, or but, you can find out if you can get a job as an usher in an arena. <laughs> right. It's, it's pretty <laughs> It's one or wild. the other. I love that it takes us a week late to get to this story because... And this story was... The, the usher Super Bowl thing
0: was just dwarfed. He's doing a Vegas residency. Oh, okay, That makes a good. lot more uh, sense then.
2: Yeah. Okay. That, new, that Usher story got no attention last week because of the damn Kelsey-Taylor-Swift Taylor thing. Taylor-Swift, correct. Like, and the people that are saying it was a conspiracy theory that the NFL put together, why would they put it together like, and then bury their Super Bowl? You know what I mean? I feel like they would have spaced that out if this was really mm-hmm. a conspiracy theory. And a by conspiracy. The, way, the theory I have is... Sources, yeah, by yeah. the way, and this is legitimate, a report, I have sources that are telling me that it is 100% legit and it might be i'm mean, i don't know how sourcing works i'm not a journalist this is through a friend of a friend that is legitimate friends with Travis Kelsey and and has been texting with them and is maybe i, I don't know how journalism works maybe i've already said too much and i shouldn't have said Rachel Weiner but I, <laughs> I
0: have it on good
2: authority i have it on good authority that it is legit that they that they've been texting well before like it this has become public
0: because no, i was going to say the last time she's had something that gathered this much publicity was tom hiddleston and mm. there were a lot people people were very uh, skeptical of that relationship too
3: well and i'll also tell you as a oh god but as someone who's like deep into the taylor swift uh universe i've this whole thing has made me question everything because now everybody's everybody's coming over to my side and i don't like it anymore and so now like <laughs> i can't have everybody in sports liking taylor swift because now that that's not fun now i don't want to whatever nonetheless uh she recently also dated the lead singer from the 1975 who's uh kind of problematic um in his own fun little way uh and so uh he he their same thing happened where it like seemingly happened very fast and very seriously. And all of a sudden he went to five straight shows of hers, even though he was also on tour and was flying across the country to get to her shows and was getting friendship bracelets from all of these people because it became like so serious. And then in a month it was done. It was over and it was an interesting thing. And so I'm, I'm intrigued by like, what is the timeline on Kelsey? Because I think you're Mm -hmm. right. Like, I think they've probably, been talking to each other and getting to know each other for a while before either right. one of them would be willing to even flirt with the idea of going public with the other person in mind like sitting she's not, gonna, mom, go, she's not gonna go sitting is... with mom sit with mom if she yeah. hasn't like really vetted to yeah. make sure she at least likes the guy she could have had her own suite
2: you know what i mean like she yeah. didn't have to sit with mom that's like yeah them really talking of like i want you to sit with my mom
1: type thing mm-hmm. Jeremy, you you mentioned you're a big Taylor Swift fan, and it doesn't surprise me because she's everybody thinks just teeny boppers. No way. I know people. My I like Taylor Swift, and I say it proudly. She's spectacular. You know, a few years ago, she came out with that pro LGBTQ anthem. You need to come. What's it called? You need to calm down. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that song, and and it just reinforced how, how much I think of her as an artist, uh, a genre. Bending artist, she started in country music essentially, and now she's mm-hmm. the biggest pop star in the world. Love Taylor Swift, and I want to say this as we close this episode. For now, um, <clears throat> we plan to use Christopher's um, source with Travis Kelsey to get Taylor Swift on the podcast. I'm not saying it's going to be yeah, next week. You didn't listen okay. to like you didn't really listen to what I said. The connection was Kelsey. Like I, right. I know and, someone that has texted with Kelsey about like confirming that they Exactly. That's exactly what I know. And so that connection through Kelsey oh, wow. is going to get us Taylor Swift. Okay. I'm not promising it, but what I'm saying is, hey, Swifties, keep an eye on this podcast. because How hilarious would it be <laughs> if this foursome
2: right here, if this group, like if this, this is, is where group. she, this is where she talked about it. And then this is a she great group. To do I've the thoroughly in, but just look at the zoom camera that the four of us are looking at right now. Like, just imagine like, and then, like CNN is pl- like, plays it, and this five like <laughs> Zoom box pops up, yep, and we're like,
0: great. hey Taylor, uh, she'd be you know, that kind of will, thing." That's Jeremy the literally That's on the Chiron on, on CNN. Is that kind of thing? Gary <laughs> <kind of laughs>
2: would thing. literally poop himself. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh,
1: that'd be crazy. So look forward to that, everybody. Yeah. Look forward to that. We'll see you. We'll see you, Taylor. What, Mrs. Swift? What do I call her? What do you call Taylor?
2: All right, Dad. That's it. That's enough of this show. We can say bye to Jeremy now. I got to talk some football. I don't even know if it might be me by myself. You know, I'm being punished. Last week, I bailed on the team. So this week, it's just going to be me. Thank you.
0: For the the rest of this episode. All right. Thanks, Jeremy. Bye. Jeremy, what we didn't get to talk about. I want to talk about this real quick while everybody's here, at least with you and Chris here. We didn't get to talk about this. This might be our last chance for a while. The lyrics to Backstreet's Back. Everybody, Backstreet's Back. I was I, I just like, when I, when I realized this a few weeks ago, I was like, I've got to talk to Jeremy about this, mm-hmm. me and Chris and Jeremy. I don't, they don't, they're so nonsensical. Yeah, but they're completely that, nonsensical. But the one What's that really one? gets me yeah. is where it's like him and his boys, like, am I original? And everyone's like, yeah. yeah. Am <laughs> I the only one? Whatever that means. Yeah. And then, am I sexual? And everyone's like, yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. have any friends? You might have friends that you're like, that's an overtly sexual person, but do you tell them that am Bro, I everything? you are so sexual? High five. You are sexual. <laughs> I have never uh, told a
3: friend that they are sexual. I may have told a friend or two that they look sexy on right, a given day right, right, just right. to that's hype different. them up, that's but different. I would never, I <laughs> would never <laughs> problem? Call- <laughs> sexual. you calling your friends, hey, hey, Hey,
0: Hey, am I sexual? Can I
3: give you can I give you an actual explanation as to why these words are so weird? Because I, I know I know why. Uh it's because it was produced by Max Martin, who's one of the greatest uh producers of all time, one of the greatest pop producers of all time. He's producing Taylor Swift uh to this day in part. He hasn't he didn't do Midnights, but he he's done stuff with her all the way through. And he's the one who did Hit Me Baby One More Time. He's the one who did um a bunch of in sync songs mm-hmm. um and apparently because he's swedish they just have just this much of a lack of understanding of the <laughs> english language as spoken by americans and so oftentimes there were certain phrases that they wouldn't get right so hit me baby one more time is horrible it's, ins- horrible. it's
1: essentially
0: a, a, Domestic abuse is what you're encouraging Oh I always interpret it as you know I'd hit that Type of hit me Uh baby one more time It's not that either hit me Uh. baby
3: one more time was supposed to Be like hit me back on the phone (laughs) (laughs) And it was hit me baby one more time And they were like but the syllables are too good on hit me baby One more time it sounds better so we're just gonna Roll with that and that's what they did on All these songs in the late 90s and early 2000s if you listen back They're all these like weird Nonsensical Things like that. You he said he's a
0: Swede. Yeah, I believe so. I, or I, ugh, So now I'm I just picturing the Swedish shift. First you birdie six, you Willie. Four four four.
1: All right, I gotta go, guys. Thanks, right. Jeremy. Bye, bye everybody. All right. Hey, how's it going?
2: Welcome to Late Night with Chris as we react to the sports weekend that was on a Sunday night. As you can probably hear with the background noise, I'm not inside right now. Uh, I'm outside on my back patio, trying to find some quiet on this Sunday evening. You know, when you have a child in kindergarten, Sunday nights are a real panic. It's bath time. It's dinner. It's making sure the little sight words have been practiced. You know, we got to get back in bed early because we stay up a little later on the weekends. So we got to get her, you know, it's a little more tough, a little more difficult to get her back to sleep, back into the routine. You know, I'm boring you. But that's not what you're here for, but I just wanted to paint a picture of why I'm in my backyard right now. And I'm not going to do, I know everyone's thinking, Dolphins lost to the Bills. I'm not going to do what everyone thinks I'm going to do and freak out. Because it turns out that, you know, as they say in football and in life, don't get too high when it's good, don't get too low when it's bad. The Dolphins obviously didn't look as good this week as they have in the previous three games. Josh Allen had more total touchdowns than incompletions. So it was just, it's, it's, a bad, it's a bad game for the Dolphins. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But they're 3-1, and one, looking good in the conference. Next two games against the Giants and the Panthers. So we're not going to freak out at all. We are staring very confidently ahead at 5-1. and one, And we are still, I know I said they wouldn't lose in America until I think Thanksgiving. I think I said that. Um, so that's obviously not going to end up being true. But they will not lose at home until Christmas. Book it. Mark it. Whatever you do to stuff, do that. But I'm going to do what sports fans should do in this spot and pivot away from their sadness and talk about something good. How about those bleeping Marlins? Making the playoffs, fourth time in franchise history. Um, They couldn't be more beat up right now, pitching-wise at least. No Yuri Perez, no Sandy Alcantara still find their way into the playoffs. They're going to be playing the Phillies in the first round, the Braves if they get past that. Just an AL East party going on in this playoffs. And I'm excited about it. I don't have high expectations, obviously, when you're missing your two best pitchers. The additions of Josh Bell and Jake Berger have just lifted this team. Baseball's a wacky sport. You know, the Rays have been good for a decade now without a roster full of names that you know. Baseball's weird. The Mets spend all this money, don't make the playoffs. The Padres spend all this money, don't make the playoffs. The Marlins just found that recipe. Skip Schumacher seems to be a good manager, so that makes me excited. I'm excited to just watch some playoff baseball. That's just not something we get to do a lot around here. We did it during the pandemic. The Marlins, before the pandemic, had never lost a playoff series. The first two times the Marlins made the playoffs, they won the World Series. So I always got that. I always had that to brag about and say that that was cool. You know, now they've technically lost in the playoffs because they lost in 2020, but that was a pandemic year. So I could still make the argument that if you're talking about a normal baseball season, taking away the pandemic, the Marlins have never lost a playoff series. That means nothing when they start their series on Tuesday against the Phillies, but it's still just a cool stat. So I wanted to say it, but it's just, it just begs the follow-up and the reiteration of what a time this is to be a South Florida sports fan. The Miami Heat made the finals. The Dolphins, other than losing to the Bills, seem to be one of the best teams in the NFL. The Miami Hurricanes, final four. The Florida Panthers, the Stanley Cup final. It is just insane the run that this town is on right now. So by that math, the Marlins should make the World Series. The Heat were a low seed that no one expected anything out of, and they made the final. The Panthers were a low seed that no one expected anything from. So with the Marlins, it's like, why would we feel anything but confident? This is a, sports are weird, and especially in baseball. Bring the Phillies on. Bring Joe Joe. He, oh, he got fired. Bring whoever the Phillies manager on. Bring him on. And no, I honestly don't know who the Phillies manager is, okay? Like I said, there's been a lot of sports, okay? It's hard to keep up with everything. But back to the Dolphins real fast. It's a little, I almost want to say it's encouraging that the Dolphins defense isn't even close yet. We don't even have Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Phillips has been out for two for half the season so far. So if they can get healthy and and you know, Vic Fangio can come down from the booth and you know, I really do think, I just think he needs to get his hands on these players mid game. You know, you can't you can't coach them from that booth. That's neither here nor no there. I just feel like the Bills we've seen so far in these first four games their defense and their offense have looked really well. So like they're almost at their ceiling in terms of what they can be. And we know with the bills, the recipe is stop the run, make Josh Allen have to beat you. I know he looked good today, but he will have those games that he did against the jets a few weeks ago. I am confident that Josh Allen will Josh Allen. If we can just stop the run against them. But I just feel like with our defense, we're not even close yet. So the dolphins are three and one without any defense so far. So if our defense can just get a little bit better I really think this team is going to be tough to beat. All right, that's it. That'll wrap things up for Late Night with Chris on a Sunday night with the, with the dultry tones. Dultry, sultry tones? With the dulcet tones. I don't know. Whatever the ton, whatever tones. Did you, hear my, did, you, did you hear my air conditioning go on? I have a loud air conditioning. Make sure to check out Miami mike would Up, Jeremy Taché's podcast, guys. We love Jeremy joining us this week. It was a fun show. There's no one nicer in this business than Jeremy Taché. It's funny, in the episode, we compared Jeremy Taché to Chris Whittingham because I find those two to be, of all the people I've met in this industry, two of the nicest. If I had to make a poker hand for just people in, in this industry that I've met through this work that I do, that I could just hand them to somebody else in my life and say, these two people are decent, I think my poker hand might be Jeremy Taché and Chris Whittingham. Man, I might have to put Tim Kirchin in there. Who am I kicking out? Whitty or Jeremy? I don't know. We'll decide at a later date. See you later, guys. Hey, by the way, go right now, unsubscribe to The Greg Cody Show, and then resubscribe. It's, it's something that helps really subscribing to our podcast. It really helps us, guys. If you could do that, just we love you long time. And I just stole the line that Zazla does, but we will love you forever. So unsubscribe resubscribe, we love you, that kind of thing.